Take a seat. That's unfair. So here's something that may come as a massive shocker to everyone. It was for me, at least, too. In the book, The Art of Revenge of the Sith, it's written by George's right-hand man, McKegg, the concept designer for episodes 1, 2, 3, and 7. Padme has the highest midichlorian level of anyone in the entire Star Wars galaxy, and I'm about to explain why. Now, whether you like the idea of midichlorians or not, they were explained to us as a power level, basically, uh, for characters in Star Wars by a numerical standard. Anakin's, as a little boy on Tatooine, was over 20,000, the most of any Jedi on the Council or in the Temple, in the known galaxy at that time. This is what led Qui-Gon to believe that he was the Chosen One. He was the prodigal son. And in the end, he was right, as Anakin did kill Darth Sidious. So how could Padme, a mere politician, a non-Force user for all we know, have the highest midichlorian count in all of Star Wars? How could this be published in the official Art of Revenge of the Sith book? That means she had more midichlorians than Anakin, Yoda, Mace Windu, and Darth Sidious. Here's the answer as written in George Lucas's book. November 18th, 2002. McKegg exhibits two keyframes, one of which shows Padme, doubled up in pain, seeking Yoda's help. Padme has the force flowing through her, McKegg says. She has more midichlorians than any person ever had because she's pregnant with the Skywalker twins. So I was wondering if we see her suffer. Although Lucas is enthusiastic, neither of these moments will make the final cut. Now, we were supposed to get an image of Padme doubled over in pain, clutching her stomach as Yoda tried to help her, but it was just far too great of a power for him, or somehow he couldn't. Unfortunately, it didn't make the final cut as we just read. George, you know, he was enthusiastic about it, but he was like, eh, this doesn't really have a part in my film. So it was cut, and we never really got it. But yeah, that's pretty interesting that Padme would have the highest midichlorian count of any single Jedi that ever existed in Star Wars according to the book. I feel like that should have been able to give her some special powers, such as surviving and not dying. But at the end of the day, that was her will that killed her. So she lost the will to live. This is something that we would never hear about in the movies or in the books. This is something that was just found in the art of Revenge of the Sith. I hope you guys enjoyed the little tidbit. I think it's really interesting. I mean, it does make sense if you think about it. She had two Skywalker children within her. So that's over 40,000, if you think of it like that, if each child has the same as Anakin did. So, that's pretty crazy. It just makes me wonder if Shmi, Anakin's mother, had over 20,000 midichlorians in her as well. I would guess so. Let me know what you guys think about this. It would be kind of crazy if Padme started using some special crazy force powers when she got pregnant. Uh, but, of course, that would just ruin the storyline. But it's a fun thought. Padme Amidala, the true Sith Lord. See, I think I'm giving rise to a new Padme and Jar Jar theory. Always two there are. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for watching today's video. Hit like if you enjoyed the content. And I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. If you made it this far in the video, you might have a new trailer coming on Monday. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember... The Force will be with you always.